and welcome to Film Inquiries, the latest. This is a podcast series tackling the latest movie news, movie trends, and movie releases. I'm your host, Jesse Nussman. And on the other line, schooling some eight-year-olds in Super Smash Bros. on his Twitch. I don't like, I don't like Super Smash Bros. You could have said really? anything. No, I don't like it. I'm Interesting. Really, I'm really bad at it. I'm not good at any of the games of that type. Other fighting games like Tekken and stuff, I've been on a Tekken kick lately. This is why you brought me on this show. I also am going to talk about Tekken eventually. Um, it's Hunter Harmon. <laughs> I do, yeah. Noted not. I had, I bought Super what? Smash Brothers Ultimate for the Switch physically back when one of my friends used to work at GameStop because I used their discount and I returned it in three days because I went. What, what about Mario Kart? Where do you fall on? Because that's, that's my ultimate like Nintendo Baby. game. Baby. I can up. On okay. Mario Kart. I remember one time I get like, really competitive with it. It's it's there's there has been so many like <laughs> ugly looks between my siblings and cousins and I Christmas, over the years because of Mario Thanksgiving, Kart. Thanksgiving, all of that with me, my sister, and my uncle are here. Literally, my uncle gets here and it's like, all right, can we play that game? And I was like, hell yeah, we can. And we just sit there for hours. And if we get tired of Mario Kart, we put on Mario Party. Mario parties, you know what? You're convincing me that of of the group Mario games, I think Super Smash Bros is my my least favorite. Oh, because like also, Mar- Mario Party is more fun too than I. Than yeah, Super I'm Smash not Bros. good at Smash Brothers. I do appreciate just the chaos that is the character roster of Smash Brothers. However, I also have a personal vendetta against that game because my freshman year roommates had a copy of like the N64 version and would bring all of their friends from the UNC Charlotte church group Mm. in which they ran Mm. because of course I had, I had, I had religious roommates every year that I was at the dorm in college. Oh, I just hated it because they wouldn't shut up playing it. (laughs) We, we, I definitely was that roommate um not inviting the entire unc charlotte church group to to my dorm room but i was the person who was like bringing my gamecube from back home oh i was too but i was keeping it in my room (laughs) oh see i was like we need to use this to like we will gather people around and and or it would just be like 2 a.m like super competitive uh mario kart sessions where you were like again i used to break out tekken and shit when we would like it used to okay not we never mind i'm not going to talk about anything i did before i was the age of 21 Um, yes uh we we let's you know what let's end this tangent here before we really start start talking about what 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 other things nintendo often collided with in in college um hunter you are here we are recording this on easter sunday and um you know for this week's episode we're coming out of a weekend where clearly the biggest movie at the box office i believe i just read it had the biggest opening weekend for an animated movie ever was the return to soul wouldn't that be incredible if it was like oh no every no one went and saw the super smash bros movie this weekend everyone went and saw mafia uh... mama (laughs) is that out no, that's next week. Oh, okay. We're we're getting it where I work, and I'm like, come on, why are we doing this? Oh, uh, that's one of those where I like I see an advertisement for it, and I'm like, is that a real movie? I was like, this uh, am I going to show up to the theater and someone's going to be like, you got us? A, Here's twenty dollars. This is a money laundering scheme, literally. Uh, whatever. At least Tony Collette got paid, or at least I hope she did. So we're not talking Mafia Mama, and we're kind of sort of going to talk about the super mario bros movie I, th- I think we'll bring up our thoughts on it but i thought a much more interesting conversation for it because i i don't really have a whole lot like notable to say about the super smash bros movie i like i said i think we'll get movie? into our our or the whatever that would be a more entertaining movie maybe the super mario bros movie uh i don't have a whole lot of thoughts about a, a whole lot of like interesting thoughts i'm sure we'll get into what we thought of the movie um but I figured this would be an opportunity to talk about the video game adaptation just as as a subgenre of movies. And I could think of no better person to bring on because I am not a gamer than you, who I feel like should have a, a PhD in this subject uh, at this I point. Love 
But um, I figured this was an ample time to discuss this topic with this Mario movie crushing it at the box office, coming off of a few months ago, The Last of Us being kind of one of the biggest TV show phenomenons of the year. And, you know, we could even go back, like there was that Uncharted movie like a year or two ago that was a big hit at the box office, regardless of what you and I think about it. But, you know, was this- it? I thought it bombed. Wait, did it make I, money? Did I? I feel like something? it made money. Hold up, hold. While you up. while you double check those numbers, I to prime up my first question for you, Hollywood for it seems like decades oh, and decades. I guess it did. Yeah, it made four hundred million off of a hundred and twenty million dollar budget. However, because you got to think it it was a Tom Holland vehicle right like a month after the Spider Man movie. Yeah, but that one was awful too. They yeah, have you and I are in the minority on that. What about on the Spider-Man movie? Oh, I thought we were talking about Uncharted. I was like, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay, no. I, don't I know might not who know its box movie. office returns, but I know its Rotten Tomatoes score because I laughed at it. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't know anyone who liked the Uncharted movie at all. But we're we're in this time where there have been a couple big high-profile video game projects. But I would say that this has not been a sort of medium to medium crossover that as hard as Hollywood has attempted at sort of transitioning big video game franchises to the big screen, it has not been the most successful sort of one-to-one ratio. And I'm, I'm curious as someone who only look at the big ones though, if you dig deep, you can find some good ones. So So this is my question then of like, why, why do you, what are there any sort of, um, contradictions to what i just said or 100 as, as as well as just sort of like well, no, what do absolutely. you think what do you think the issue is that has made video games such a, a tough cookie to crack for hollywood well so much of it i mean there's a there's a big change in taking something in an interactive medium and mm-hmm. then giving it and putting it into the hands of not one person but let's be honest usually one person you know like a director or a writer or you know a set of producers or whatever to like take their kind of expectation or their interpretation of a video game that is not usually a 90 minute affair the ones that are 90 minute affairs get read for being short but you know sometimes these are they're taking these huge like long you know sometimes 30 plus hour experiences and shortening it to sometimes a shorter than 90 minute movie um and so you lose a lot of the depth that kind of brings people into video games and what makes them important to people and you're kind of shortening it and boiling it down to this one thing that you know it's kind of like a it's like book adaptations you're not going to get the book adaptation right but there are ways to do it right and it took a lot of getting it wrong for hollywood to finally kind of get in and realize how to do it well doesn't mean that all of them are still good a lot of them are still actually quite bad um but it's just putting it in the right hands and i think with video games because video games unlike literature um has always had to kind of fight to be seen as a like a real form of art uh they don't always get either the budgetary like considerations or even just the talent considerations behind and in front of the camera to actually be able to pull it off and then they kind of sit and wonder it's like well why aren't these movies any good i'm like i don't know maybe it's because you hired uve ball to direct it you idiots um so it's kind of like back and forth um but like that doesn't mean that there aren't very good video game movies even if the like rotten tomato score doesn't always reflect it you shouldn't always go off of that you know sometimes and i'm not saying like you know look at the audience score because that's the big thing happening right now with the mario movie because people are just trying to cope with the fact that like critics aren't over the moon about it that's a whole nother conversation but like you know what if you like something it's okay and if you don't like something it's okay yeah and like here's the thing as someone as kind of like one of the prime purveyors but also i do like to read sometimes as well like video game movies you know i am a big defender of a lot of them um 
whether B4, I actually think they're good or some of them are so bad, they are in turn really, really enjoyable to like watch and consume. You know, there is something to be said of like, it's, you know, if you have an interest in something um, or like an interest in a video game or something, just watch the movie. Who cares? If you like it, you like it. If you don't, then you can just like jump on the like all video game movies are bad train. Um, I think that's wrong, and I think you shouldn't do that, but, you know. So, two things that you kind of touched on that I wanted to kind of pull apart and tie into two more recent things. You talking about sort of, like, the the sort of length of many popular video games, and that's something that I think is notable with, like, um, you know, The Last of Us, which was a miniseries as opposed to a movie do you, do you feel not like even that's a miniseries it's a like they're well, getting multiple yeah. seasons i mean in many yes it's it will be a multi-season show but in the sense that from what i understand from people who play the, the first, game like the, 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 first first game season, is the first season right 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 and then and the then, second game will be two seasons or something like yeah, that. yeah and i haven't i haven't i so i'll be completely honest with you i haven't played the last of us i haven't mm. watched the last of us However, I know enough about The Last of Us to know exactly where season two is going to end, and it's going to piss people off. Do I am do not spoil for me. I'm not. Um, I, I, abs- <laughs> I absolutely will not. But I I lived through the launch of the Lost, The Last of Us Part Two. I know oh. exactly where this is going. It was when I tell you a disaster. <laughs> like it's it's a, it's a very critically acclaimed game. I would say most people love it, but like you know how the internet is. The oh, people yeah. who didn't like it are the most vocal and sometimes can make you think that they are the majority. So I'm I'm curious, do you think kind of that long form format is better for some of these kind of stories as opposed to sort of what you were hinting earlier of sometimes it's hard, this these sort of long expansive games with so much world building and so many different subplots and adventures trying to boil that down into something that's two hours, if if even less, 90 minutes maybe? Um, it depends. I think for some games, I think for something like The Last of Us, which is so, even the game is very, very narrative focused. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of good, um, what's the word? There's a lot of really good gameplay in it, but it is genuinely just get, or like, narrative focus i think it works really well for that meanwhile but i also think you could argue oppositely for the other hand because like you could also take into account last year's halo show i was just about to say did that one i I thought that still was watch it i didn't i clearly didn't watch it because i was about to ask you like but from what i've heard here's the thing with halo halo has a story and it's a pretty good story but story is not the reason that people play halo it's for Mm. online multiplayer so a lot of the like from what i've heard about halo it's that it's very long and drags because the story of halo could actually be shortened and kind of compressed into like a two to two and a half hour movie you have to remember that for a long time peter jackson was i was just about to say yeah to direct the movie and it was going to be at both if i'm correct universal and sony like it was a co-production there's still like some of the test footage you can watch on like youtube of them trying to figure out how it would have looked and it's um it's one of those it's one of those things that especially when you kind of look at the show now it's like from what i've seen it's not a completely ugly show but it's certainly not great looking where it's like wow we could have had peter jackson directing a multi-studio probably three two hundred million dollar movie in the late 2000s or we could get a show on paramount plus i truthfully forgot that show had already aired like i was i was about i was about to build it up as like a a question to you of like oh is that something else? like i thought it hadn't even aired yet um but even but- then also last year they did the resident evil tv series which i did watch mm. and i didn't mind it i've been i've watched a lot of resident evil adaptations but that one was very much so so incredibly divorced from the story like the like main storyline that it's kind of hard to even call it resident evil but there was that where it's like i think resident you could like argue making Resident Evil a TV show, just not this one. Rest in peace, Lance Reddick. You were great in it, but you know. 
but you also you know bringing up halo made me think of something else of you know when the last of us was kind of in its early development a lot of friends of mine who had um played the game said like oh that's that's that makes perfect sense that that would be that's a perfect game to be adapted into a more narrative medium because it is right it's already very cinematic it follows a pretty like linear story um and you bringing up like halo necessarily isn't something that people like play for the story of halo it's more the the gameplay and that's kind of the thing of like really the only thing i'll sort of say about the super mario bros movie is i really had i i didn't enjoy it at all and it sort of fits into that same thing of like i really enjoyed playing a lot of the mario games and a lot of the nintendo games growing up but i would not say i really like care about like the mythology of the mushroom kingdom or like what is mario's origin story or how did princess peach get to the mushroom kingdom or like what kind of emotional uh baggage is donkey kong carrying with him and so like it made this kind of movie that was sort of built on this this world and this iconography sort of feel like i don't know i would kind of just rather go out and like buy a switch at the best buy and and play that like i I like these characters as sort of fun avatars to smash things and like they can be silly in this game, but the, the, the gameplay itself is what I find fun and appealing about this Nintendo stuff. Not necessarily like Mario is this compelling character that like, I can't wait to see his, his story on screen. (laughs) And, And it just sort of felt divorced for me at a certain point. And even the moments when the movie was kind of trying to replicate the 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 feeling of playing a game it just sort of to me felt like you know i'm sure you had the experience of like growing up and you're at like a friend's house and there's not you're enough watching controller. somebody else play right, video watching game. someone else play and yeah. you're just kind of thinking the whole time like this is boring i just want to play the game and so that was just kind of my mental state of mind the entire time watching this mario movie is like the the, the story of mario for lack of a better world word is not the thing that i get the enjoyment out of with any of these characters it's it's the the interplay in this game and kind of the the individual tasks that you were doing or something like super smash bros or mario party or mario kart where you know it's it's the competition between other people in the room yeah um i also very much so did not like this movie but i think i i can probably speak for different reasons on it because I actually do kind of like the Mario characters. They are not fleshed out. They, again, are very much so caricatures. Um, and in the games, they're not heavily voiced. It's just kind of like the occasional, like, okay, Yahoo! let's go. Literally, like, you know, when you're playing, like, Mario Kart or Mario Party, literally Peach is like, okay, all good. Like, whatever. Um, but my issue comes with how I vehemently dislike the way that illumination entertainment approaches children's entertainment Mm. because i have seen so many and i mean so many defenses of this movie which again if you like the movie i don't give a shit like go for it i'm really glad you found some entertainment out of it i didn't if you did again i'm not denigrating that i'm not saying like your opinion is less than or or anything of the like because god damn it i wish i had enjoyed this because i was actually kind of excited for it but everyone i feel like everyone who's trying to defend this movie it's like well it's a kid's movie what did you expect have you ever seen any other kids movie before have you ever seen up or ratatouille or like shrek 2 I was even kind of wondering, like, is this going to be like the Lego movie of sort of a, a bit kind it's of ironic so, and having fun? Yeah. And and it's almost so playing it so straightforward yeah. that 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 kind of threw me off. But I guess with it's like a double negative satire where it's like sat. It feels like it's satirizing the satire and in turn becomes what it, the original thing aka the lego movie was like right and, and some of that isn't surprising knowing how controlling nintendo is of of these properties but yeah. like the the one person in the movie that i i feel like was on the right level of energy is jack black as as bowser in in of that that is the only person who i feel like is reaching for like some sort of comedy or something beyond just like i'm gonna play this straight i will give two 
options for that. One, Jack Black. Two, the only other person who I was like, you know what? You're actually really trying. Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Did um, not even re- recognize that as no. his voice until well, like the end that's credits. That's the thing. That's yeah. the best part of it. And that's kind of what works a little bit for Jack Black as well. If you know it's Jack Black, you're like, yeah, that's Jack Black. But like, I, I, it's I not heard so much when so. he starts singing, I don't, I don't think that's a spoiler. Like, but oh, wait, once, that's once that happened, I was like, D. oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but everyone else, it's like, oh, yeah, that's Charlie Day doing Charlie Day as Luigi. That's uh chris pratt doing something as mario that's anya taylor (laughs) joy who i love to pieces she's my favorite she is the when i tell you the blueprint the it girl everything that is right with the way the actresses should be doing in hollywood these days that was not only that wasn't anya taylor joy as anya taylor joy as peach that was anya taylor joy going how much wait who's my mario who oh oh well okay i guess i'll still do it like it was she i I think i texted you when i like walked into the theater of like no voiceover performance has had more contempt for the material than harrison ford's like bo in the like original cut of blade runner it's like that kind of like mario we have to save the mushroom kingdom and you did such a great job and i get it so here's the thing from a marketing standpoint, I get it. She's the it girl, and she looks physically like Princess Peach. Sure. And you can absolutely go, well, if she comes to our premiere, she's going to slay in terms of fashion-wise. I can see mm-hmm. that from Universal's perspective of, like, she's famous. She brings a lot of attention to stuff, even though it's already going to have attention to it. It's just another layer. And guess what? It's, she showed it's in up the and strategy she's... of kids' movies where, like, let's just get a bunch of really big famous people. Well, and it's also tr- cause like, noise. The for kids it. don't care, but the parents right. are going to be like, oh, that's that girl from that chess show, or that's yeah. the girl from The Witch, or whatever. And ne- but, like, and also, did they lie? She showed up in Mario Kart gear at the premiere, and it was actually sickening. So I'm going to give them that, but she was not great in this. It was very much so, like, yeah, I mean, if you got a check, I got a voice. Like, yeah, right. Good. Like, and so, and what, and this is like, that's the thing. I feel like it could have been good if she, you know, had done a little bit. Her voice is also two things. One, very much so not like Peach, but granted, no one's voice is really like their game counterpart in this movie. So that's not her fault. That's just no. That. But Ani Taylor Joy has such a distinct voice. She right. is not great for voice acting because when you hear Anya Taylor's voice and specifically Anya Taylor Joy's like hybrid child of the world accent of like I'm British and but also American but also Argentinian, you know, it's like I also feel like, like she Anya has that kind of like it's raspy. It's not like I, w- I was going to say it's sort of in that kind of like. Aubrey Plaza, sort of Winona Ryder, Vo- like vocal fry type of like, like like very kind of like dry voice, yeah. but she's able to sort of like pull a lot of like comedy or drama out of that. Yeah, that and like you can see that in something like again, we, we don't we don't agree on this, but like the menu, there's a lot of like sure, comedy that she sure. hit, that sardonic kind of wit that she hits in that. Yeah, but he, Peach is so earnest and straightforward, and I don't ever get that from Anya Taylor Joy, even in her like mainstream stuff you know it's still she's still like put into a good archetype that's not this but again i'm sure she gets paid handsomely i'm sure if there's a lot of box office returns they're all gonna get a great paycheck good for them i don't really care all that much my problem was really with kind of the like very lowest common denominator humor of the film which comes I think a hundred percent from Illumination Entertainment. Um, Chris Melodondry, you deserve to be in federal prison. Um, this it's they kind of have. I should mention these are the same people who do like the Despicable Me because the the opening of the movie has minions doing Mario Kart, and I immediately at that point I was like, oh no, oh no, we are not off to a great start but i'll give it a chance i it's just very much so it is i said this and i wrote like a review on letterboxd about it it is 
iPad kid humor. It is absolutely you are in Cheesecake Factory with your family and the kid won't shut up. So you hand them up an iPad with the Mario movie on it and it keeps them sated with pretty colors and like stupid jokes for 90 minutes. And the jokes aren't because here's the thing. Mario's funny. There are a lot of really good gags in the games. This is not. It's very much so like <laughs> like not even like fun goofiness. Just like let me. I don't the- even know if it's that fun. I I just feel like this movie takes itself like so seriously. Like the Mario like story and the Mario mythology. Is, There's like, no so mythology. Important. This right. isn't. This is something they made up for the movie of like. Right. I mean, he was like a plumber in New York and stuff, but it never like tells you like he got sucked through a pipe and like they have a brotherly bond that's tested. They never have that. Right. Luigi it never gets- occurred to me of like, why is Mario and Peach, these humans, like living with like the mushroom people and all the Koopas because and all of that stuff? Because you're not supposed to care. It <laughs> right. doesn't matter. And I mean, again, I know you have to, I know you have to put together a movie. It's not a huge, it's like, I'm making it so much bigger of a deal than it actually is. But I just think you hiding behind, it's a kid's movie to like hide behind lazy writing and like, all of that shit I think is stupid and I think it is incredibly lazy and it's cop out because there are so many people out there who are making really great kids content that is like it is good for kids it is funny for kids but it's also good for adults that shout out bluey which is just like I I watch it with my nephews bluey bay I watch do you want to know? What I, Bluey's hilarious. I laugh. Wanna, do you want to know what I do with Bluey? So, a, my grandma really likes Bluey because when my grandma's getting old, it's getting a little back to like she likes kid stuff again. Do you want to mm-hmm. know what I use Bluey for? I get on Disney Plus and I turn Bluey on and I dub it in French and I use it as French practice outside of oh, like Duolingo and such. That's handy because it's like simple but like enjoyable. Yeah. It's great, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I just. Again, yeah, that's the thing. You can look at a lot of other things and not even just TV shows that are like, you know, produced by the BBC and put out by Disney. Like things that are made by big studios. Puss in Boots. The most from what I've heard, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's great. I've seen clips from it though, and that animation is stunning. I almost I was watching this and I was like, they should have gotten DreamWorks to do this. Or like Mm -hmm. someone other than Illumination, because something is something is not right in the water here like it is i don't i don't know if we're counting the spider-verse movies as quote-unquote kids movies but like i'm i'm super excited for that new animated spider-man movie or even pair like that um what's it called that ninja turtles movie looks hella cute oh sure sure. like you know what like why why did we go with the people who let's be honest we're going to do the worst job at it other than they were doing it for the least amount of money, which I'm sure that was the approach. I'm I'm sure it was also the just uh uh uh. How willing are you going to let us boss you around with our IP? Sure, that that and the like box office records of how much those Minions movies make. I think that and of like, are are you are you're are you going to play by our Nintendo rule book of like this is the stuff that you need to have happen in there? Um, but I want to kind of try to pivot us away from, uh, our, our Mario crisis. Um, but I, I do think this movie is emblematic of, we, we keep saying like the appeal of these video games is not necessarily like the story at their center. Is that so, are there any other examples that kind of come to mind of something where it's like, I think you guys kind of like missed the point of why people like this. It wasn't sort of like the narrative of it it was more sort of like this as a game as as something you are doing to to solve a puzzle to overcome some sort of task it isn't uh, a quest or something that like the the a to b to c is what people sort of found exciting about it or or of like you know overcomplicating this and like uh, me bringing up again there's a bit in this mario movie where donkey kong and mario talk about being disappointments to their fathers and how they like wish that they can't live up to their father's expectations and i was just sitting there in the theater like 
I don't really need Donkey Kong Since to have daddy issues. Become, when did this become like a reflection of like the Italian American experience? Like, right? Like, come. It's on. like, guys, I love Donkey Kong, but I love that Donkey Kong like smashes things. Yeah, and has like, a cool car in Mario Kart. That's like that's the appeal, and he wears a tie, and he looks awesome. Like that's that's the appeal to me. It's not that like, oh, Don- Donkey Kong has these like repressed issues of his father. He's a disappointment to his father, and his father. <laughs> who also another i thought like pretty good vocal performance fred armistead as uh as i didn't know that was him king. didn't know it yeah. was him until the credits because they never announced him in any of the like main things it was like that was that was curious to one play that had. character as bernie sanders but um <laughs> honestly i totally get it it's one of the like few ones where i'm like yeah i totally get that um but like back to your question there are uh quite a few of them actually i would say like you know there are some that i actually like that I actually mm-hmm. find a lot of like fun in, but maybe not for the right reasons. The Doom movie. That's a oh, that interesting. Is, that is not a game that's like story wise, but I can see because they were basing it off of Doom three and not the original Doom. It's a lot more horror based. Um, but again, it's about monsters on Mars. It's kind of stupid and like portals to hell and shit. Um, I quite enjoy that movie. I think it's kind of fun. Um, but then they did that, like, um, this poor movie, it was like 2014 in the Aaron Paul need for speed movie. That's right. Cause that was like the first big, like, oh, can he be a movie star now that breaking yeah. bad's over? And thing. that was one where it's just like, this is an arcade racer. And I'm saying this also because there's a Gran Turismo movie coming out later this year as well, where I'm like. We're, are we doing this again we got david harbour in this now so it's like oh great another test of like can this person be a movie star for like the eighth time i feel like he's led so many movies that just haven't done i i like him better as a a character actor than than a lead, a lead yeah but like yeah there's that and then then they did they did a tekken movie that was really rough I mean, really rough. It was like low budget. It was kind of the age of the Uwe Ball films. If you guys don't know Uwe Ball, it's a a German director. He started off with House of the Dead, which is also kind of emblematic of like, this is an on-rail shooter that you played at the arcade. It's literally about shoot as many zombies as you can in the shortest amount of time, and you get to continue to the next level. And he tried to make a movie off it. It was awful. He's he's sort of notoriously made many he's a of troll. The sort of quote unquote like worst video game. Movies. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if he started off necessarily as a troll, but he certainly ended up as one because he realized that there, like, if there are people who you can quote unquote trigger with a bad adaptation, it's video game fans. And so once he realized that House of the Dead did that, he did Alone in the Dark with Christian Slater and Tara Reid. And so, and then he did, uh, what was it? Blood Rain, which I, fun story, I love Blood Rain. It's a great game. I hate the movie. It's terrible. But like Blood Rain, what's weird is that Uwe Ball could pull okay enough budgets to actually get big people in it. So like Blood Rain had michelle rodriguez it had ben kingsley it had michael madsen it had uh meatloaf weirdly huh. um and there's one other person i'm missing uh, i'm not 100 sure it had a good cast where i'm like how did y'all sign up for this short shack of shit like this is crazy um but it just went downhill. It never start. I mean, here actually, it didn't really go downhill. It went underground, where it's like we were already at base level. Of, like this is terrible. But I think he realized, like, oh, people will talk about me if I do this. So it's kind of hard to lump his stuff into the like all video game movies are bad argument because it's like he's purposely doing it. It's not. It's not because he thinks he's making something high art. He's doing it because he knows that it pisses people off. I don't really recognize him on that. But yeah, I would say like those are the big ones where it's like they make a lot of movies on fighting games too. You know, they did like Yeah, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Well, here's the thing. I will say at least with Mortal Kombat, with the exception of Annihilation, that one tried to fit some plot in and it was terrible. They are fully aware that these are not plot movies and the 
at least with the new one, no matter what you think of it, they at least made it bloody as which is the reason people show up to a Mortal Kombat anything. You know, the original movies being PG-13 were kind of like, ugh, but the first movie has its charms, I guess, but the rest of it, it's just kind of like, okay, whatever. But yeah, you just have to, it's just adapting the right thing. And that's what I think a lot of them get wrong, where it's like, just because it's famous doesn't mean it needs a movie. The other one I wanted to mention that I forgot in just the like recent stuff, the like just looking up video game movies that have come out over the years, forgot kind of how big the Sonic the Hedgehog movies are. I like have not seen either of them, but we haven't gotten to the good movies yet. I'm told those are pretty fun and they're like they both were huge hits. They are the that is the type of like if you're gonna do a kids movie video game or like a kids video game movie. That's a much better way to do it. Not perfect. Still has some of that like, this isn't that funny, but I guess I can understand why kids would think so. Humor. But it also has enough in there where it's like winking at the camera and such. It also helps that James Marsden is very in on the entire joke and is quite fun throughout it. And Ben Schwartz does a good job in the in the voice of uh, Sonic as well. So those are actually some pretty successful ones in terms of like, fun to watch and also like made a shit ton of money each also it the next one's coming out on the same day as another movie and i cannot remember what it is Hmm. it's uh hold on sonic the hedgehog 2 there's sonic the hedgehog 3 is coming out december 20th 2024 there's another oh it's coming out the same day as avatar (laughs) Well, it's coming out move. Same day as Avatar Who's going to budge? Sonic the Hedgehog Literally. or Big Jim? <laughs> oh, let's be honest here. It's it's got a budge, but like but yeah, those are some like that's like a, a successful one where it's like there's not a lot of plot in this game, but they recognize that and it's also animated enough that they can kind of fill it in with like shit that's not canon but still fun. Mhm. You know, like it's just, you know, it's self-aware enough to where it's like, oh, okay, I can get down with this. This isn't that bad. So are there any other games that you you think of as kind of having, uh, you know, potential to become great movies that maybe Hollywood hasn't tapped into yet or potential to be like great shows like The Last of Us was? I, I think like I'm still I'm still surprised that they haven't tried to take a crack at any Red Dead Redemption stuff mm. like big budget like western um because mm-hmm. those have very good narratives it would have to be a television show i was about to say isn't no from what i've heard of that game is it's so expansive and so no just... way in hell they could make that a movie because mm-hmm. it's i mean the first game is like i i 100 percented it like last year and it took me like 30 hours and then the second game it's like 60 to 70 hours to Mm -hmm. beat it so like that's a big one where it's like oh yeah i there's really no way y'all could do that in a movie um i think like i'm really surprised they haven't tried to do more final fantasy as well they've done one like real final fantasy movie and it was animated it was in 2001 and it was called the spirits within it was the first movie that Square Enix ever made. It was at Square Pictures, and it had such a huge budget and bombed so badly that it bankrupted them after one film. Um, it's very interesting, though. For 2001, it's like, this is this is crazy how good this animation is. In the light of day of now, it's kind of like, mm, no. And But they had a huge cast. It didn't really have much to do with, like, what anyone knew of final fantasy up to that point but it was still very ambitious to where it was very commendable um you know ming na Wen, alec baldwin was in it steve buscemi ving rames all of this big stuff i i remember i specifically remember uh reading roger ebert's review on it he gave it like three and a half out of four and was huh. like this is the future of animation and then no one saw it um but i'm really surprised they haven't tried to take a crack at that too because that's again one of those huge series where it's like i'm just even like in japan because they do a lot more video game adaptations in like japan and 
China. A lot of the Chinese ones are like first Chinese specific games that don't really get released here. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, those are kind of like the big, big ones. I'm kind of surprised they haven't tried to go back to Assassin's Creed also. But yeah, that I wonder movie, if that just sort of burned the bridge it, on that so bad. That is another one I like never, even though that is like peak of my like. Michael Fassbender is my favorite actor phase. Like yeah. I, I could not even muster myself to get to the theater for that. It's not great. It's not, it's, um, it's not like the worst in the world. It's not like embarrassing by any means, but Assassin's Creed is super fun, like mm-hmm. really fun to play. And again, it's one of those, like watching someone else play it at a sleepover type of feelings where it's like, it's not fun when I'm not doing it. It's mm-hmm. like the Hitman movies as well. It's like, the the fun of these games is the stealth and the you figuring out how you are going to approach killing this like contract and there's a million different ways to do it watching one person do that thing in the most straightforward way that you could imagine and it all works out for him it's boring it's not the same and then lastly my biggest one that i want to see made into a movie um it's not a the biggest game in the world but um mirror's edge mm, i've not um, heard of the, that but also it I'm is, not a gamer, so. It's a first person, um, it's like a first person game, but you, it takes place in kind of like a shiny, but like utopian dystopia, dystopia like very much so like the government's watching, but you know, we've made everything. Things are really clean. Known. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you are like a runner, which they are like kind of anarchist, uh, like rebels who are deliver like contraband throughout the city to each other but they're like free runners and so the entire game you are it's in this first person mode no hud around the screen it's just your vision and you have to use like different elements around you to climb up buildings and jump across them and like get from one place to another while also defending things off it could be so so good if they gave it the right budget and put the right action director behind it it could be so cool it could utilize like vertigo and like height in a way it's like screaming to be shot in like 70 mil millimeter like imax but they've never done it they should another another thing i thought of with some of these adaptations is to the extent where like the video game adaptation or the video game itself is trying to fill a hole of like this is the game version of this other movie and then when you put it back in the movie verse it's sort of like well this feels redundant like that i almost wonder if that's a reason where you know as much as like the uncharted movie was a hit like if maybe that's a reason people were a little about the uncharted movie or about the two why the tomb raider series has never really caught on on the big screen because there is the alicia vikander version and then there's two angelina jolie i'm just like when stuff like that gets brought to the big screen is it then sort of like I don't know. This is just kind of like a okay Indiana Jones movie or something. Like I've seen this before. Here's my argument with the Tomb Raider movies as opposed to the Uncharted movie. Um, The difference is that the Tomb Raider movie is good. Okay. (laughs) The Uncharted movie. mm. But uh, no, I I get that though. Because again, Tomb Raider did kind of fill the like Indiana Jones, but with tits type of like especially in the 90s laura croft was i mean literally like she, right. was the f- she was the first uh video game character to be a maxim magazine right there's they something literally- very sexualized about that character yeah. but in then its they initial did, phase but then they did the reboot in 2013 where it was like much more like crafty and it was like a much more realistic Lara Croft and it worked really well. And I really, I'm very sad that like the whole rights thing with MGM and Amazon caused this like whole thing to stop because they were going to do a sequel, but then because of all that, they had to stop all that Um, because there is a very good trilogy in that game. And I thought that the first movie adapted the game really well with the exception of one major glaring issue in that the rebooted, tomb raider series is incredibly rated m she's getting impaled she's getting stabbed she's getting shot and i'm not talking like they're shooting at her no she's like should be dead and then the movie of course is pg-13 and she's very much so kind of a traditional action hero 
I wanted them to abuse that girl within an inch of her life in the same way they did in that reboot to kind of differentiate it from the like Angelina Jolie, Lara Croft series where she mm-hmm. is a superhuman doing these like perfect things while also Ma- not make it more of up. like, this is an actual person going yeah. through this, this kind of but danger. I also, I also get it though, because it's, we unfortunately still live in a world at least in terms of if you're going to make a movie with that big of a budget without an established, like, you know, John Wick chapter four can be John Wick chapter four because they've proven three times right. before it can make money. But like, this was like a, a big jump into something new. They can't just make R rated Tomb Raider and expect people to show up without like other things beforehand justifying it. And that's kind of the one thing about movies versus TV too. It's, you know, you can make a very R-rated TV show and it's it's pretty fine because there's not really that many safeguards to keep kids from watching it. But in movie theaters, an R-rated movie can mean $100 million right. that you'd get back. So it's kind of unfortunate, but I, I very much so really liked the 2018 Tomb Raider movie. Well, uh, Hunter, do you have any final kind of video game thoughts before we, yes, I do. we wrap us up? I have yeah. some that I haven't you got, talked You're going to just fire off bullet points right baby, here? Baby, <laughs> baby, baby, baby. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, the rest Is this where you go into a 20-minute monologue about the yes, 1993 yes, Super Mario I, Brothers movie? Yes, I No, I have, I've never actually seen that one. I've, heard, I've never I, seen it either. I'm, I'm kind of like... I was kind of perversely like, should I rent, fire this up and rent this this weekend? And I was like, nah, I got better things no, to do. No, I've never <laughs> seen it. Even I know you have better things to do. Um, so we talk about Sonic Hedgehog, talk about Doom. Resident Evil is a big one too. Resident Evil is one of my favorite game series of all time. And I would say the closest they ever got to something like really good was the film in 2020, The Welcome to Raccoon City, which I hated that title. It's so stupid. It's so awful. I don't know why Sony thought that was a good idea. But that was the one where I was like, this is the best adaptation. Like, this is like, y'all actually have something really good here. There's a good cast and all of that. The screenplay is not great, but the screenplay to the Resident Evil games aren't great. Why did y'all give it a budget of $20 million? It looks awful. Where I'm like, y'all were so close. You got the tone right. You got all of this right. You got the storytelling for the most part right. I personally would have adapted Resident Evil 2 and 3 instead of Resident Evil 1 and 2 because the timelines line up better. But whatever. Who cares? And I really do think that the fact that they didn't invest heavily, more heavily into that movie is the reason that it did not do as well as it should have. Um, I still think it's pretty good though. However, um, don't let anyone tell you any different. Do not look at the Rotten Tomato score. Do not do anything of that. The best video game movie there is. And genuinely, I think most people can honestly agree on this. The first Silent Hill film, and I've spoken about it ad nauseum. I'm so sorry. I am not the, I am a, I am a biased party. (laughs) It is in my top five of my favorite movies. It is truly, it is one where, since it was produced independently, it gained a lot of favor from the independent studio Davis Films that was creating it in France to where it somehow swung a $50 million budget in 2006. Ended up making about $100 million back. There are some genuinely super insanely impressive things happening in that movie. And because Silent Hill is kind of like The Last of Us, even though it's horror-based, a very, very narratively focused video game, they also let it be over two hours long. It's like two hours and five minutes long. And it actually has the breathing room to tell the story of the first Silent Hill game, albeit with changes. But it is incredibly effective in how it pulls it off. And there's enough there to where fans of the game can look at it and be like, hey, I know that. Hey, I totally like there's one shot in the movie. It's oh, one of my favorites. And it's like in the it's in the game too, but it's there. She's in a hallway or not a hallway, but an alleyway and the camera like comes up around the corner of an alley. It's so cool. It's in the game. However, it's just one of those things where it's like, this is such a good callback to the video game while also being just an objectively really inventive shot in this movie that even if you have no idea what is going on in this universe, you're still looking at it. Like that was really cool. Like he, he like, they took the time to figure it out. It's also not lost on me that the film is shot by Dan Loutson, 
who has ended up shooting a lot, actually up even at that point had shot quite a few of Guillermo del Toro's films. He also uh, recently shot John Wick chapter four, which is a gorgeous film. Um, Just an overall wonderful cinematographer. Screenplay sometimes is a little, (laughs) it can be a little like, oh, like that's, I see that we're trying to like get through this a little bit. Um, Acting? pretty good all around it's just super successful it's like it's so successful all around i also just love silent hill so again i'm a biased party it has like a 30 percent on rotten tomatoes i really do think had it gotten released today it would have been a lot more successful uh again it's 2006 so like me saying like ugh, beautifully photographed in 35 millimeter film it's kind of like yeah everything was shot on 35 millimeter film back then still in the light of today, if you watch like the Scream Factory Blu-ray of it, it's beautiful. I hate saying don't stream it, but unfortunately, Sony does crop it to an incorrect aspect ratio on screen on streaming, and I hate it. It makes me incredibly angry. It sucks. Well, Hunter, thank you for for stopping by this week. To can we count Paul Verhoeven's L as a video game movie? It's not based on a video game, but it's about her making a video game um if you want to reclaim it as a as a video game movie by all means because that movie rules oscar Um, nominated (laughs) sure was uh and maybe should have won best actress maybe i mean i still i hold a genuine (laughs) grudge against um i hold a genuine grudge against emma stone i'm like it's not your fault baby but i am gonna treat it like it is your fault directly uh for taking that oscar away from his bellu pair because i don't know if she's gonna get that option like opportunity again crazy she doesn't have one um coming up (sighs) in the next few weeks on the latest we'll be discussing uh probably kelly reichardt's new movie showing up which i'm seeing this week i guess we'll figure out something to do with renfield the nicholas cage vampire movie i'm seeing it on tuesday Same. it's so weird how many people i've seen say it's horrible and yet it has like a 90 something on rotten tomatoes That's just i like, i based off what our friend josh martin said uh, about hated, it when he watched it he, i've hated every trailer <laughs> for it i just like I, just, I i generally just like do not it just seems to be like the most tonally confused movie that i i anyway and uh probably on a more positive note uh the Pope's afraid. oh well yeah <laughs> <laughs> should we do a whole russell crowe career retrospective for the the pope's exorcist i don't even know if i'm gonna see the pope's exorcist we'll see uh if someone wants to mail me a dvd i'll watch it but um exactly. i am eagerly awaiting the new ari astner movie i rewatched both hereditary and midsommar this past weekend and had myself a demented blast and i cannot wait for whatever on god's holy earth this new thing is i had to choose on opening night between seeing Pose afraid and evil dead rise and unfortunately i did choose evil dead rise oh well maybe we'll talk about that one too because i've heard that one's pretty good again. fair enough